This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 124. New Year's resolutions don't have to suck by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm your host and personal narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey, it's Thursday already. Welcome back to another episode of Optimal Health Daily, the podcast where I read blogs to you, just like an audiobook, every weekday. And this week, just like last week, I'm reading posts about goals and New Year's resolutions. Now, I want to share a quick personal story that will actually tease tomorrow's Q&A episode at the same time. I was having dinner with family, uh, my in-laws in particular, and this idea of the placebo effect came up. Now, the placebo effect is, in fact, very real. We have lots of studies to show that if we believe something will work for us, it will. Our brains are just that powerful. And so there was a debate about this particular product called Airborne. For those of you that don't know, Airborne is basically a vitamin C supplement. Uh, It was marketed as something that will keep your immune system very, very healthy and help protect you from the common cold or the flu that goes around all the time. And so it's always fun to get into these debates with family at the dinner table when it's supposed to be peaceful and you're supposed to be enjoying your meal. So I will share with you tomorrow what happened and how I handled it. Now, really quickly, before I jump into today's post, If you want to help keep our four podcasts going, we have a little list of ways you can contribute, financially or otherwise, at oldpodcast.com slash support. Anything on that list would be a huge help and greatly appreciated. Thank you so much in advance for checking it out. Thank you so much for contributing. All right, that's it for now. Let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. New Year's resolutions don't have to suck by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. In just a few days, many of us will be drinking the bubbly, stuffing ourselves silly, and counting down the minutes as we head into the new year. As I get older, I find it depressing how fast the time flies, and it seems as if only yesterday I recorded my 2009 New Year's resolutions in my journal. If you take a look around the internet, as well as other media outlets, you'll notice the most popular New Year's resolutions are the same every year. Most of these resolutions are the same time and time again. A few of the more popular resolutions are to, quote, lose weight, get out of debt, exercise more, eat more healthy food, go back to school, get a better job, etc. The list goes on and on and on. In light of the new year and the many resolutions you may commit to, I want to leave you with a few do's and don'ts that will help your adherence well into 2010 when the once new commitments are not so fresh and attractive anymore. In short, for most people, this time of year sucks because they make all these awesome plans only to fail at all of them. Just look at the number of health club signups every January. Why your New Year's resolution sucks. When you're contemplating the ideas and goals you wish to build upon as you fly into the new year, it's important to remember the importance of simplicity and minimalism. Nothing will kill your motivation and adherence like an overly complex set of goals and rituals you'll most likely abandon within a few weeks. I see it all the time. Someone has a wonderful idea to get back in shape and lose all the weight they gained in the past year by the end of January. This is a recipe for physical and mental disaster. Or they decide to take complete control of their time by reorganizing their schedule and optimizing every single minute of their day. Before you know it, all they're doing is managing their time and reading all the books and blogs about time management. As a result, they are failing to actually get anything accomplished. Another example is the person who decides to make a drastic 180-degree change. They go from their normal American diet full of cheese whiz and processed greatness to a vegan or paleo-style diet overnight. 
instead of taking a moderate approach that allows for some flexibility and transition, they jump in with both feet first, become obsessive, and fail a week later. The cycle continues. The previous examples rehash only a few stories of the obsessed and rigid crowd. We should also take a look at the complete opposite, the person who just fails to make any plans or New Year's resolutions at all. I think it's obvious, but the person who fails to plan is planning to fail. Cliché, but true. Without any goals to work toward, what's the point of our existence? New Year's resolution do's and don'ts. Here are just a few ideas to ponder over the next few days as you plan out all you wish to accomplish over the next year. Pick only a handful of goals. It's more important to choose three to five things to work on over the new year as opposed to 10 to 20. Whatever you set your sights on, you can accomplish. However, you must be focused and diligent. Nothing kills momentum like having 20 things to do as it's overwhelming, daunting, and fosters an unproductive environment. So, what you want to do is pick a few goals to work on. Don't bite off more than you can chew. It's a recipe for disaster. Kiss. It stands for keep it simple, stupid. Simplicity and minimalism are very important aspects of reaching one's goals, whether they are short or long-term. How many times have you mapped out or looked at an overly detailed plan only to become discouraged and hopeless? Probably more times than you can count. It's very important to set your objectives and let the details develop as you go. Don't worry about the minutiae at first. It's only important you get started. Sometimes, taking that initial step requires the simplest of plans. So do make your plan or approach simple, but don't get caught up in all the details because you'll figure them out in time. Allow for some screw-ups. You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to get everything right. The most important part of your road to success, especially in this fitness and body composition world, is to know that nothing is ever going to be perfect. You must allow time in your schedule for some errors. Sometimes that cake is too good to resist or your alarm clock breaks. Sometimes you drop your pancakes on the floor and your cat eats them. True story. It's okay, call it a day and move on. So do give yourself permission to screw up now and again, but don't obsess or worry about that slice of pizza you ate. I'm sure you enjoyed it, right? You just listened to the post titled New Year's Resolutions Don't Have to Suck by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. I agree with J.C. in that you want to start small. And in fact, he mentioned start with maybe three to five goals. I say start with one and really focus on that one. And here's something else we're learning. Most of us don't often start from scratch, meaning we're often kind of moving towards the goal we've set for ourselves. We just don't realize it. So if we recognize that, you know what? I want to exercise more, but look, I'm actually already walking five minutes during my lunch break and then my afternoon break, I walk for another 10 minutes. Hey, I am doing something. Just by acknowledging that, by acknowledging that you're on your way towards your goal will actually help boost your confidence and make you more likely to achieve that goal. And don't forget, this is something I addressed last week. Write down your goals. Make them specific. Just by writing them down, your brain physiology changes, and you're more likely to succeed. Now, as we near the end of this very first week of January, this first full week, I should say, I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank all of you for subscribing. Thank you for your questions. Just thank you for everything. Thank you for your support. If you want to show us even more support, you can contribute financially through oldpodcast.com. 
Or if you're not in a position to do that, we understand the holidays uh, just ended and you may be paying off those credit card bills soon enough. There's a list of other things you can do to help out at oldpodcast.com support. Anything listed there is a really big help. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. I'll be back for the usual Friday Q&A show tomorrow where I'll be answering your questions. So stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.